Coming up, Trey Young returned to help the Hawks take down the Suns and the Raptors beat the Bulls in overtime. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Our Locked On hosts are here. They're going to break down everything from the NBA last night. And the Raptors put away the Bulls in overtime in Toronto in the biggest game. The biggest game. The Raptors are on a hot streak heading into the all-star break or nearing it, I should say. And they took down the Chicago Bulls in overtime on Thursday. After a performance like this one, our Locked On Raptors host is really buying into the team. They're labeling Toronto as buyers in the upcoming trade deadline. Those Toronto Raptors might be pretty good. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Raptors 127-120 overtime win over the Chicago Bulls in Toronto on Thursday night. And the big takeaway from this one is that the Raptors are completely rolling through a critical part of their schedule. And they've been doing it as a collective. They came into this stretch in which they're playing the Hornets, the Hawks, the Heat, and the Bulls both twice over the course of eight games. They're 5-1 and one right now in that stretch. They have the Hawks and Hornets left to play. The Hawks are tomorrow, Hornets later on. And they are now 27-23. and 23. They've won 5-6, and they're doing it with more than just the help of their all-star who was named today, Fred Van Vliet. This is far from a one-man show. In fact, really, they had six guys tonight who were fantastic. They had four players with more than 20 points. Pascal Siakam had 25. Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, Fred Van Vliet, all with 21. And then Chris Boucher and Gary Trent Jr. also had 16 Trent hit the big game winner, a wide open three late in this one to put it away as well. Just a really well-rounded, excellent effort from a Raptors team that got Kem Birch back from injury as well. And with a week to go to the deadline, it's pretty clear. This is a team that should be looking to add. And if they do go and add, you know, a wing shooter, an extra ball handler, this team could very much be a problem for anybody else they come across in this jumbled and weird Eastern Conference. They're playing that well. And in addition to Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, who tonight had 25-13-7, is also playing like an all-star. He might actually be playing better than Fred Van Vliet right now, who is going to Cleveland for the all-star game. I'll have more broken down from this game on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Raptors as we dig into the surging Toronto Raptors and their move up the East. Be sure to tune in. While the Raptors are still trying to figure out what they'll be doing at the upcoming deadline, the Bulls are definitely going to be buyers next week. Our Locked On Bulls host says that the loss showed exactly why Chicago's roster is missing something and what they should be looking for in adding that missing piece. What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt back here from Locked On Bulls with your post-game takeaway. The Bulls lose a heartbreaker in Toronto tonight, 127-120 in overtime, the final. DeMar DeRozan had some big buckets for the Bulls down the stretch to try to keep themselves in this one, but they couldn't quite get that done. To me, the biggest story tonight, surrendering 22 offensive rebounds to the Toronto Raptors. Anytime that the Bulls had an opportunity to seize control of this game late in the fourth quarter or overtime, they could not corral a defensive rebound. That's been a big question mark for this undersized Bulls team as we near that trade deadline on February 10th. Will the Bulls make a move to bolster their front court? 
that weakness showed tonight, and that was the deciding factor. The Bulls starting tonight, four games in five nights, seven games in ten nights, including second night of a back-to-back tomorrow against the Pacers. Big stretch ahead for the Chicago Bulls. For a full breakdown of this loss to the Raptors, check out our Friday episode of Locked on Bulls with me and my guy, Big Dave. Wherever you get your podcast, Locked on Bulls, your team, every day. The Minnesota Timberwolves won their third straight with the depth and defense wearing down the Pistons over the course of four quarters. Locked on Wolves has the details from a Minnesota win in Detroit. Ben Beacon with Locked on Wolves here. The Timberwolves beat the Pistons by 11 on Thursday night in a game that they easily could have won by more, but they got a little sloppy down the stretch in the fourth quarter with the defense. And ultimately this game got uh, to within two possessions, just a five-point game in the last few minutes, but they pulled away. The offensive stars in this game actually came off the bench for the Timberwolves. Malik Beasley and Torian Prince led the team with efficient uh, efficient scoring nights off the bench. Carl Anthony Towns had 21 points, had a solid game. Anthony Edwards led the team with 25 points, but neither were, were all too efficient in this game. And, and really, it was the Timberwolves' defense that struggled and allowed the Pistons to kind of hang around all game long. But ultimately, the offense once again scored 100 points before the third quarter was even over. Finished the game with 128 in regulation. No overtime needed for 128 points for the Wolves in this one. As the offense continues to surge for Minnesota, they took care of business. They've now won three in a row and are two games above 500 for the first time since late October. We'll talk all about it on the postgame podcast here tonight. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Wolves for all things Timberwolves. The Pistons couldn't buy a stop last night, and that ended up in losing the game for them. Detroit still saw some strong individual performances, but that wasn't enough to get the job done. Our Locked On Pistons host has what he saw in Detroit. Another loss for your Detroit Pistons, 128-117 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Kuka Hill here, host of the Locked On Pistons podcast. Uh, this game kind of got away from the Pistons towards the end of the game. It was competitive throughout. No defense was basically pay- played at any point during this game. Uh, Kelly Olynyk was pretty awful defensively. He was the main one. That that was just pretty bad. But, you know, they got some decent performances from Jeremy Grant, who is showing that he is healthy. You guys hear me? Other teams in the NBA, other locked-on hosts, let you guys' teams know. Jeremy Grant's healthy. He's playing well. He's playing well. Please, please, you guys can take him. He's good. Come get him. Uh, but outside of that, I thought Sadiq Bey had one of his most well-rounded games for the Detroit Pistons. 21 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. He's learn- You're seeing him learning game to game how to use his three-point gravity, taking one dribble driving off of closeouts and kicking it to an open guy, getting to the rim when he has to and they give it up. But you're seeing him learn game to game how he can impact the Pistons offensively. Uh, And it's great to see from Sadiq. It's one of the best things I've been seeing this season for the Pistons. Also, Frank Jackson, 25 points off the bench, AF14 shooting. Uh, He had some good moments, had some good performances, but overall, no defense was played. Another loss for the Pistons. We talk about this a little bit on tomorrow's episode of the Lockdown Pistons podcast. Trey Young returned for the Atlanta Hawks and almost single-handedly helped his team beat the Phoenix Suns and snap their 11-game win streak. This puts the cherry on top of a great run of games for Atlanta, the best they've had all season. Our Lockdown Hawks host hopes that this is just the beginning. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Roland, and the Atlanta Hawks have now won eight of the last nine games, including their last eight with Trey Young in the lineup as he returns on this Thursday, and the Hawks defeat the Phoenix Suns, the previously red-hot Phoenix Suns, by a final score of 124-115 to in Atlanta. Phoenix have won the last 11 games in a row, and the Hawks have been, of course, hot in their own right, but this is one of their best wins of the season. Full stop for Atlanta. They won every quarter along the way until the fourth. It was actually break-even in the fourth quarter. It was not always pretty down the stretch for Atlanta, but Trey Young hit a couple of huge shots 
as he is wont to do. He had 43 points in the game, was certainly the story for Atlanta, but another full-strength effort from the Hawks from top to bottom. Defensively, it was a little bit shaky, but three-point line was huge for Atlanta. They bombed away throughout this contest, shooting almost 50% from long range. Phoenix was a little bit cold, and that ended up being a huge spot for the Hawks as they escape with this very, very, very impressive victory. No time to rest on this one, though, for the Hawks as they return to action on Friday with a quick road trip to Toronto. It's a back-to-back. That'll be challenging for Atlanta, but at least on this evening, other than a John Collins injury that's sort of looming as he left the game late in this contest, everything else is pretty positive on this night for Atlanta as they are now, again, one game under 500, and they have a chance to even themselves up for the season. On Friday, we'll have full coverage of that game and much more on the Lothan Hawks podcast. The battle for Los Angeles took place in the new Crypto.com arena, newly anointed, I should say, for the first time ever in the rivalry, and both LA teams still consider themselves contenders at this point. Both went into last night's game with records under 500, but we both know that both of the rosters on these teams have the ability to take them into the playoffs. Our Locked On Lakers and Locked On Clippers hosts break down post-game in LA. Hey everyone, this is Brian Kamenetsky, host of Locked on Lakers. The Lakers lose in crushing fashion on Thursday night, 111 to 110 to the Clippers at the Crypt in a very significant game in terms of jockeying for position, uh, the best possible positions for for what is likely to be a play-in berth for both teams. Uh, The Lakers, they followed what has become a very familiar pattern to Lakers fans. They play, they fall behind by this time as much as 17. They then turn it on and try to make a big comeback at the end, and they fell just short. Even after taking a lead, Reggie Jackson with the game winner for the Clippers. Anthony Davis, his shot at a a game winner of his own, rims out at the buzzer. Kind of uh, an appropriate metaphor for the entire season so far for the Lakers. Lots more to come tonight on Locked on Lakers. Make sure you tune in for everything about this game and looking forward to what could be uh, a a big Lakers versus Clippers game in the play-in. What is going on, Clips fans? Chuck Wackler here, one half of the hosting duo over at Locked on Clippers, coming at you after the nail-biting 111-110 win over the Lakers at Crypto.com Arena. Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson were crucial in this one. They combined for 54 points. They had five of the biggest points with around 12 seconds left. Mook hit a three. Reggie hit a very confident layup. When Reggie Jackson is skipping up the floor with the ball, it is bad news for the other team. Serge Ibaka turned back the clock. He was weirdly dominant. I mean, who knows what happened with that, but hey, maybe it's a trade value thing. Maybe he was just putting his all out there. Whatever it is, we'll take it. The Clippers absolutely needed this win for seeding purposes. Whew, a stressful night, but a fun one in the end. Here's to not falling below the ninth seed. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Now NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.